Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. The smoothest show on internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Okay, I'm hearing a busy signal. Somebody got a busy signal going? Damon, are you there? Here, here. Mike, you there? Mike? Okay, it must be Mike. Mike, if you can hear me, call back. Okay. All right, Blair, are you there? He is not here yet. Okay, I have a... Oh, I see what happened. Two... Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm having some phone issues here. Now, Damon, can you hear me? Yeah, I Damon? can hear you clear, sir. This is Mike. I can hear you clear. Okay. Do, Mike, do you hear the busy signal? Yeah, I can hear the busy signal as well, yes. Hmm. Okay, Damon, are you there? Can you mute that, sir? No, because I don't know who. Blair, are you there? Okay, I think that was uh, Blair calling in. All right, um, let me try and call Damon back. I have his number. Mike, how you doing? Doing okay today, sir. Yeah, sitting out here in the uh, D.C. area. It's nice uh, fall weather out here. So yeah. Oh, fall weather. We still mm-hmm, it's, yes. it's supposed to be fall, but it's still we're still in triple digits here. So. I don't know what that's all about. But anyway, um, again, let me welcome everyone to the show. I apologize for our phone issues we seem to continue to have. Um, My name is Terry. I am the host. Mike is also here with me as well. Okay. um, Is this Blair? This is Blair's dad. Oh, this is Damon. Okay. So I have a different number for you. All right, Damon. I'm sorry. We're having some phone problems here. So... um, so if you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Blair Bryant's picture. That will bring you into the show page, and below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. So today our guest is 21-year-old bassist Blair Bryant, and um, he has a new debut CD out called New Colors. It is an EP and um, six songs on it. And I'm, we're joined right now by his dad, Damon, and Blair will be calling in shortly. Damon, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's uh, wonderful to get on to uh, to talk with you guys. Oh, it's our pleasure to have you on. Uh, Mike, I was telling Damon that we were introduced to Blair at Kemp Mill Records uh, through Stephen. And yeah. um, yeah, and uh, how, you know, I, and I was saying to you, Damon, I didn't realize how young he was at the time. He's like 21 years old, and I didn't re- we didn't realize that at the time. Yeah, he, uh, he just turned 21 in March, so, uh, you know, he's he's quite young. Yeah, yeah, well, the music sounds really nice. And has his manager, let's talk to you a little bit, has his manager. Um, how, first of all, how do you like being a manager? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, have you ever heard the expression of "you got a tiger by the tail"? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's kind of uh, what it feels like. I'm I'm his uh, father one minute, I'm his coach the next minute, I'm his manager uh, the minute after that, and mm-hmm. it's really been fabulous. Uh, ultimately, for me and my wife Elisa, what we're trying to do is just to help him get to a point where people. Uh, can recognize his music and his gifts, and mm-hmm. he can share them with everyone. So um, it's been quite an experience so far. Yeah, I, I wanted to know, um, you know, as a dad, when did you, I guess, and your wife realized that, you know, even though he was a talented musician, when did you realize that that was something that he could do as a uh, professional musician and, and get out there uh, professionally versus just playing in, in the church or just you know, knowing how to play, you know. Uh, thanks for asking. So Blair has always, uh, from, uh, I guess, uh, 10 months old, has always uh, demonstrated a musical ability. He was the type of kid that was in the kitchen underfoot and wanted to arrange pots and pans and uh, start uh, banging on the drums in that regard. Uh, he uh, follows uh, my wife to church. I think he started uh, actually going to church with her. By the way, my wife is a uh, a church musician, and so uh, naturally Blair is one as well. But uh, he started actually uh, going to church uh, 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 sessions with her probably at the age of six. And for me, in terms of recognizing his ability to, to do this as a career, it came a little later. Um, I would say probably within the last three years is where I really started listening to the material. Now, my wife, uh, Lisa, she's his number one fan, and mm-hmm. she has been telling me for years how good my son was. And it really wasn't until middle school and the jazz bands in middle school and then high school uh, and then, you know, some other things that happened in between there, winning all state uh, for, for playing the bass. Uh, jazz bass and, and those sorts of things that I started to really kind of hone in on what he was doing. Because my thing was, you know, it's great. I got some advice a long time ago from uh, uh, some good musicians that said, don't rush it. If he's, if it's really something that he's into, um, it'll just come naturally. And so I've always, uh, at least up until the last two or three years, looked at this as this is something that he loves and, you know, it'll serve him well. Uh, the rest of his life, but it wasn't until probably a couple years ago uh, when he actually uh, recorded this song, uh, Caramel Dream, and I listened to that. He sent that to me and said, Dad, what do you think of this? And you listened to it, and I asked him all the all the questions. You did this all yourself? Did you have any help? You wrote this? The, those sorts of questions, and then you start to really listen to uh, what he was trying to do as a musician, and at that point, I thought, "Wow, this is this is special. It's one song. It's really good. And uh, can he do it again?" And so, mm-hmm. shortly after that, probably a few months after that, um, he came back with another song that he had uh, recorded, and it was the cover. We have a, a song on the EP called uh, "Footsteps in the Dark," famous song by the Isley Brothers, and he did a cover of that. And after listening to that, I thought, okay, wow, this is this is really special. Um, I need to need to do all all that I can to try to help him uh, get to where he needs to be. And so, uh, Mike, I guess it was 
two years ago I actually actively got involved in, in what he's trying to do. So, um, Damon, do you play any instruments yourself? Um, I I do not. The, the instrument I play is called the wallet, and <laughs> I, I, I play the wallet very well. <laughs> uh, my wife, uh, he, Blair gets all of his musical ability from, from my wife. My wife is uh, a singer, and she's also a piano player and an organ player, and she directs okay. uh, choirs. Uh, she She works for a couple of churches here. And that's what she does uh, for a living. And so uh, Blair has always uh, been with her. And even uh, when she was pregnant with Blair uh, on the uh, on the uh, the organ, uh, so she'd play the organ every Sunday. And Blair's in the womb, and you could hear this deep, thriving sound from the Leslie speaker. And he would he would twist around, you know, when mm. organ. So uh, he got all of that naturally from her and then God just plussed it and gave him gave him a perfect pitch and gave him some other gifts to be able to to pick up things musically really quickly. Wow, okay. I like that your instrument is the wallet. <laughs> like yeah. that. Hey, believe me, I, I I understand completely, okay? I definitely understand that. <laughs> yeah. But well, now, now it, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say that for a lot of the fans that are listening and that are uh, just getting, um, you know, uh, some kind of exposure to Blair. Uh, Blair also plays 10 other instruments as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us, how did you, I mean, I know you said your wife's uh, into the, in the music and everything, but how did you guys get him, or did he want to learn other instruments, or just how did that come about? Sure. So so Blair is an unusual child, and I'll just tell you that, um, you know, around Christmas time we would ask him what he wanted for Christmas, and every year, um, the items on his list were musical. Um, he asked for a guitar one year. He asked for uh, some bongos and conga drums. He asked for a drum set. One year, he actually asked me for cymbals for Christmas. And so wow. he's, uh, at least from the time that he was old enough to start asking for things for Christmas, he's been uh, collecting uh, musical instruments, if you will. And so... Uh, music is is a big important part of of our family. You know, I said my wife is a is a musician and 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 deals with that aspect of it. But uh, we have musical equipment here, keyboards and that sort of thing. Um, probably about the time that Blair turned one year old, so he's one. We bought him his first drum set, and it was a you know just a toy, just something to. Uh, for him to to beat on to bang on because we didn't want him tearing up our pots and so after he went through that we we bought him another little bit more serious uh, drum set and he played that until he was probably about five or six and then from there uh, he we graduated to getting him uh, a real drum set and so every year uh, from the time that he was six uh, probably up until the time he was eighteen we had been accumulating. Um, instruments and so um he's got a, a professional drum set you know uh he, he he uh blair just walked in by the way he he uh, uh uh asked us for a bass we got him the bass he learned how to play the bass in probably three months and mm-hmm. we're off to the races then it that bass wasn't good enough then he needed another bass and so um the, 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 he's over time just learned how to play all of these instruments, and it is because 
he has this thing called perfect pitch where the teachers at school, uh, once they found out that he had perfect pitch, they were so excited and were talking to my wife and I about this gift that, that he has. And so they found out he had perfect pitch when he was tuning a timpani by ear. So that's extremely unusual. Most uh, musicians tune their instruments with another instrument, and he has the ability to tune drum pitches uh, with, with his ear. And so over the years, he has every instrument that he's trained his eyes on and has uh, uh, decided to, to learn how to play, he's mastered. And so most of those instruments are in the percussion field, you know, the xylophones, those those sorts of things, in, any and all of the percussion instruments, then the uh, the bass instruments, so uh, regular four-string electric, five-string electric, um, fretless, and now the double bass, um, those sorts of things. And then finally moving on to um, uh, to uh, keyboards, playing on my wife's keyboard, mastering that, and then decide, getting on her organ and mastering that, Fender Rose mm. gets on that, mastering that. So it's just been really um, a progression for him to learn all of these, these instruments because in his mind what he's trying to do is to is to get to a certain sound. And in order to do that, when you don't have people that, that you could play with at 16, you got to learn how to do it yourself. And so he's, he's self-taught on all of these instruments, and does that also include writing? Um, learning how to write on his own, learning how to read music and write music? So uh, the school district that we went to um, when he uh, was going from middle school to high school uh, told us that if he wanted to go to the next level, he was going to need an instructor, a tutor. And so Mm -hmm. he had a a, a guitar teacher uh, for one year, and then it it was so funny. I would go to these lessons, and the guitar teacher uh, was trying to, trying to trying to stump him in terms of you know chord progressions and fingering and all of that and he mastered all this stuff really quick so he's had one year of bass uh instruction uh the school district he was in they they teach him how to how to read charts and that sort of thing but now now he's a student at the University of Missouri Kansas City Conservatory and uh that's where he was coming from by the way he's he's listening in right now and so, you know, being able to read music, being able to hear um, uh, different chords, being able to uh, to solo and all those sorts of things, um, he's picked up over time. And in terms of writing, um, that was uh, kind of a surprise. One of, one of the things that his uh, guitar teacher told us after after this year was, okay, it's time for him to start recording. So that he can hear himself, because there's a there's a stage that you go through when you're an artist where it's one thing to just be practicing, and then it's another thing to actually record yourself and hear it. And I'll tell you, uh, Terry and Mike, those first uh, recordings were horrible. Uh, I would uh, he would say, "Here, Dad, what do you think about this?" And I would, you know, just kind of smile and go, "Yeah, that's that sounds pretty good, son." But there's something magical that happens. Uh, when when you start recording, and he he actually started recording at 16, and okay. you start to you start to realize what you like and what you don't like, and from from a writing standpoint, he's been writing since then, and he's um, you know amassed probably a couple hundred uh, different 
uh, smooth jazz compositions that he's created on his own. And now that he is coming up on, uh, I think it's nine years or so of playing the bass, um, it's all just kind of started coming together, probably in the last couple of years. And the material that is on the New Colors EP is two years old, and he's written many, many more uh, songs uh, since then that are, are getting better. You know, Malcolm Gladwell said it takes 10 years to master anything that you're doing, and he's in his ninth year, so he's still mm. going up. And wow. that's, what, that's what's uh, really exciting for us as his parents is just to, just to see um, he's good now, but, you know, if he continues with this, he should be even better over the, over the next few years. Right, right. Okay, um, let's uh, go ahead and ask Blair to call in, and I will play um, a song from the EP while he does that. Um, I was listening to Sparkle before the show, so I'm going to play that one, and uh, we'll talk to Blair right afterwards. So we're talking to Damon Bryant, who is Blair's father and manager. Bassist Blair Bryant has released a debut CD called New Colors. He's only 21 years old, and I think you're going to like this new music from him. So we're going to go ahead and play Sparkle, uh, Damon, and then just have Blair go ahead and call in, and we'll talk to him. Very good. All right.
21-year-old bassist Blair Bryant's new CD, his debut project called New Colors, That Will Sparkle. I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Uh, Blair, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm good. Thank you so much. Good. You're welcome. My name is Terry. I'm in Las Vegas. Meet my co-host, Mike. He's in Maryland. Hey, awesome. Blair. How's it going? Going good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Glad to be talking to you. Oh, man. <laughs> Likewise. Blair, I, I wanted to let you know that Mike and I were introduced to you um, in August at Kemp Mill Records through Stephen um, Smelly. He uh, oh, told us Stephen. about Yeah, he told us about you and showed us your CD and everything. Yeah. Awesome. So we're happy. Yeah, we're oh, very happy to have you on the show. Thanks so much. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so this is your debut project. New colors, and you're playing all of the instruments on here. That is correct. Very nice, very yeah. nice. Well, I I really like Sparkle. So tell me about your whole process in putting this EP together. Okay, so the process began about two years ago. I didn't even know I was going to be doing EP, but basically, I was I was writing songs, and when when I would get a song in my head, I would do the best I can to try and put it out there, you know, just put it out so it's an idea. So I just basically started putting putting out songs and just started really, really, really trying to perfect them. And mm-hmm. through the years, I finally decided, you know, I want to do an EP. So me and my dad, my dad was uh, managing me, and and we was looking for songs. And he told me to select the top ten best songs that I thought were the best songs I ever created, and then we would go from there. So what I did was I gave him a disc, just of ten tracks, and then what we did was we sorted through the tracks, and we we decided that Sparkle was a song that stood out, Lightning Bug was a song that stood out, and Caramel Dream, and we decided to go from there and really get them songs perfected so we can make a great EP for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, your father was telling us about Footsteps in the Dark. I'll play that one next. But um, <laughs> I wanted to know, you know, you're, you're learning, you're playing all the instruments on here. You've learned them all, um, self-taught, basically, and uh, with your writing and, and your producing and all of that. At 21 years old, I mean that's that's a lot. I mean even two years ago at your 18, you know, for a young young man has your, like yourself to be producing this kind of music. Um, what are people or what are other artists have you played with, and what are they saying about you and your music? They really say they they say that I've developed a sound for myself. When people hear me, they know who I am, and that's that's what I've been trying to do for mm-hmm. a while. I was just develop something where you can listen to my track and you will know it's me. And I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from from artists. I mean, I think Norm Brown took a listen, Rob McDonald, Kev Moe, Jimmy Jam even complimented me on my um, ability. About music. Mm, okay, yeah. that's good. That's good. That's what you want. That's what you you know you want 
artists like that to speak yeah, out definitely. about your music. Now, I want yeah. to know now, when you guys first first um, imagined going out and doing the CD, was it in the plans to do only six tracks and lead an EP style, um, you know, coming out type of thing for you, or did, was there more, or were, were there some tracks that, that you didn't put on or you're saving or something like that? No, it was actually planned to do six songs for EP. We was doing okay. it so I can just get myself out there mm-hmm. for experience purposes to see what people would say. So so when I make my next project, I know what to do to make it better. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a good game plan. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, definitely. Now, now you guys are from, where, where are you guys from? We are from Kansas City, Missouri. Not Kansas. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I so was you telling your dad. Okay, well, oh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just, I was just thinking about, you know, because right now, you know, I don't know if you know Julian, but there's another bassist by the name of Julian Vaughn who's from Kansas That's City Julian. as well. That's right. He's from the Kansas side. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So like I said, both of you guys are out there in the Midwest, and uh, you yeah. guys have seemed to have taken up the mantle of, uh, you know, bringing out the. Um, you know, the bass and everything, putting the bass back into the forefront of the uh, the industry right now. And I think especially with both of you right. guys, uh, you know, um, you know, being, um, I, you know, you guys were idolized, you know, and everything. You know, Wayman Tisdale was, you know, your idols and everything. And both yeah, of you was. guys, I think, play piccolo strings as well. So, yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Well, well, and Mike, uh, this is Damon again. Uh, Julian is quite a, quite a few years older than Blair. Uh, they've seen each other around town um, playing in churches and whatnot. Julian's family is uh, uh, rooted in the church as well. Mm-hmm. And so um, Blair is not really trying to do what Julian does. He's a phenomenal uh, musician. Um, uh, but because he writes as he does and because of the instruments that he plays, his sound is, is quite different from mm-hmm. from uh, Julian. Right, mm-hmm. right. And even though you play ten instruments, Blair, what was it about the bass that made you pick it up and made you want to play it? Well, it's a that's a good story because some years ago I wanted a bass guitar for Christmas and my dad got me a bass and I was about oh, I was about seven at the time and I tried to play it and I was horrible. I couldn't do it. So some years went by, and I, we was living in Chicago at the time, and we made the move to Kansas City, and I was playing drums at a church, and my uncle that died, he just died, he played bass, and when he came in and started playing the bass, he had a bass that looked very similar to the one that I had at the time that my dad bought me. So I seen the way he was playing, and I was like, oh, well, maybe I'm supposed to try and play like this. And I got really mm-hmm. interested. So long story short, some months went by, he got sick, and he died. And and I was devastated because, you know, I looked up to him as a person. And, mm-hmm. and I really liked the way he was playing the bass. So the day he died, I picked up the bass. And I don't know how, but it just started coming to me. And here we are today. And oh, the next okay. Sunday, I was playing in church. That that same Sunday. 
Okay. Now, you do yeah. um, list your influences as Wayman Tisdale, Stanley Clark, Joe Sample, and Michael Manson. Have you met any of them? I have not. Hopefully, I will okay. one day. Okay. All right. Okay, well, let's listen to Footsteps in the Dark. Tell me about this. Footsteps in the Dark? Yes. Okay, so me and a partner of mine named Craig Lindsay, we were we were looking at songs from a catalog that songs that people have covered. And and we noticed that Footsteps in the Dark was not covered by as many musicians. So so I had the idea to do the song with Craig. And so we went into the studio and we started working on it. And long story short, it became a success and it, it ended up being on the EP. All right, this is Footsteps in the Dark.
that right there, that is hot right there. I like that. Very nice. Like that mm-hmm. cover. Very nice. Yes. Yes. You, you did a great job on that. That is nice. Thank wow. You. All right. That was Footsteps in the yep. Dark from Basis Blair Bryant. I'm going to ask you. Debut. New colors. Okay, go ahead. Now, I was going to ask Blair, you know, I know that, like, me and Sherry, we uh, got introduced to your music uh, via uh, the music store down here in D.C., so how have you been getting your music out uh, and to the fans out in the um, the industry? And how have you been, um, I guess, yeah, how have you been kind of circulating your music out and everything? Because, like I said, it was a, a, a kind of a shock to me to see that, you know, you're from Kansas City and so new that your music was already in the music store like that. And you, know, mm-hmm. you, got, you got people raving about, about it already. So, yeah. Right. Uh, thanks so much. Well, we... We got a music. I got my music out through um, Amazon, CD Baby, um, some cuts on YouTube, iTunes, just just all the sites basically, stuff okay. like that. Okay. So basically, you've been using a lot of uh, social media to kind of spread the word about yourself. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of social media, spreading the word on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all, all of them. Okay. And- cool. Have you met Steve, Stephen Smelly? Have you met him? I have not met him. I talked to him on Facebook, but okay. we have not met officially. Okay. All right. We well, he spoke him. very highly of you when we were there at Kemp Mill Records. Um, um, you know, let us know. Yeah, he let us know that he really cool. enjoyed the music, and he spoke very highly of you. And there's an, also another fan. Her name is Wanda um, Jazz Lady. Um, oh, yeah. Wanda, yeah. Yeah, so you know about Wanda, okay. <laughs> I do know about Wanda. <laughs> yeah, he's another fan as well. He's another fan, all yeah, right. Definitely. So, so okay. Blair, is Berkeley School of Music being talked about for you? It is not, really. Okay. And the, the only reason why, really, is because we. I figured, you know, I can go here and get the same education for less. Okay. Okay. And 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 then the fact that, you know, I'm I'm recording downstairs already. I have my own studio set up and if I go out there to Berkeley, the problem would be, you know, being able to get in the studio when I want to at any given time. You know, like I can go to the studio late at night because that's when I get most of my ideas. I can't really mm-hmm. do that in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I just got a phone call. Area code four zero four. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Well, hello, and you know it's jazzy lady. Yes, we were just talking about you. Speaking of the devil. <laughs> we just oh, mentioned we oh, just mentioned your name. <laughs> oh, I just heard it on my iPad. I said, Let me go ahead and make my phone call. <laughs> Blair, all I can say is I am so impressed. It doesn't. It doesn't take a lot to impress me, but you really impressed me. Yeah. I was introduced to your music by Stephen Smelly on August the fifteenth. He gave me three CDs. One of them was yours. He said, "Have you heard of this young man?" I'm like, "No." He's so. He said, "Well, you can listen to him and let me know what you think." I I loaded them in my car. And the next day at the show, I gave the CDs back to him, and I said, Stephen, this young man got it going on, and I got to get the CDs. So I ordered the CD from CD Baby the next day. Oh, thank you so much for your support. I I really appreciate you, and I'm I'm really glad that you like the CD. Oh, just 
it's an EP, but let me tell you something. Just because it's an EP, I treat it like a whole album. <laughs> because it's so, I appreciate it. Each track on it is so, it's so just intense. And Sparkle is my favorite. Sparkle? Sparkle. Oh. I love it. Yeah. I played oh. that CD. Matter of fact, I got it in my CD player right now. And when I finish talking to you, I'm going to continue listening to it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, oh. it's, it's just, I mean, I have probably three to four to five hundred CDs in my collection of all the jazz wow. artists I love. But when it comes to top CDs I play, yours is always in slot number one. It stays there. I never oh. take it out. Thank you. So when I get so in my car, like this evening I have a show, I'm going to see a guitarist, Paul Brown, Mark Antoine. Oh, Paul Brown. And, yes. And you know I am going to be playing colors in my car while I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stephen Smelly and I always share music with each other, and they always accuse me of knowing uh, artists that no one has ever heard of, but this was new to me. Yeah, to us too. Yeah. Yes, indeed. To us too. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Definitely. Very nice. Thank you. Well, thank you, Wanda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're quite welcome, Terry, and Blair, you just keep on making music because you know I'm going to purchase it and I'm going to play it and I'm going to spread it all over Facebook. By the time I get through, everybody's going to know who you are. <laughs> oh, well, that yeah, is I really, really, really appreciate you. So stay in tune because I got some new yeah. stuff I'm going to be putting out next spring, February. I got some more tracks I'm going to come out with. So I'll definitely yeah. let you guys know. Yeah. Well, Definitely. I'll be waiting on the sideline. I'll, I'll, I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. <laughs> I'll have one just for you. <laughs> Look at you. Aren't you something? I will. But I appreciate it because I know the whole CD is going to be just as nice as this one. Oh, thanks so much. I'm I'm going to give it my best effort, and I'm just going to do the best I can. Okay. Well, let me ask you one quick question. What started yeah. you into this music business? What brought me into the music business? Yeah, just just uh, how did you just develop that love for it? Well, my mama is a my mama's always been a church musician. Okay. And so my mama would play, and I was just always interested into the music. And you know, when I was real real young, my dad was listening to Norman Brown. And Boney James. So, you know, I I was growing up listening to this music and real, real young I developed a love for smooth jazz. I was I was listening to it when I was four years old, I can remember my dad playing tracks. Wow. Wow. So that just put a drive in me to to really try and become that. I, I didn't know I was gonna end up being an artist at the time, but I really wanted to. And when I learned how to play bass and when I found out that you can use bass as a lead instrument, I was like, oh, well, maybe I can do this. And that really drove me to go into the business and really try and live out what I always wanted to do. Wow, that's awesome. Mm, yeah. That is good. That's, that's good. Uh, that's All awesome right, Miss Wanda. I, uh-huh. 
All right. Well, you all take care, and I was I will I hope to see you on a concert soon somewhere. Hopefully, it will be. <laughs> all right. I love all right. That. Well, all right, Miss Wanda. I see you now. All right. Okay. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye. Now, that was my next question for Damon um, in terms of getting Blair on concert stages. Has his manager, um, have you been talking to or are you talking to promoters to, to get, you know, try to get him out on stages, festivals and concerts and stuff? Well, uh, I'm his manager, but I'm his father first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's in school right now. <laughs> okay. So, He's a uh, he's a junior up at the Conservatory of Music here in, in Kansas City, University of Missouri, Kansas City uh, Conservatory of Music. And so the idea with putting the EP out was to get the experience, and then you can put that into the next uh, album, and then hopefully build up a fan base, and then at some point start to go out on tour. But, you know, what's interesting is that people have really – taken to the music, uh, much more so than I thought, and I have been talking to uh, some folks who are uh, actively trying to uh, get us uh, to the right people that are that are putting on some of these uh, jazz festivals and things. Mm-hmm. The idea of uh, going out next, uh, next season and uh, getting even more experience there, the, the idea is that... Um, you know, we'll try to do the, do some jazz festivals next year, and maybe some some shows. We're even uh, talking to someone uh, out in Vegas that uh, potentially will, will put us in Vegas at some point here in the not too distant future. But uh, all around school, so it, you know, if he's got a test or if he's got <laughs> a recital or something that he's got to do at school, that's got to come first. And then you're right. And then uh, and then that's why next summer looks really attractive. So. Hopefully, uh, folks will get a chance to, to enjoy this music. We'll put some more out in the spring, and then next summer he'll hit it hard and try to uh, go to as many festivals and as many uh, appearances as he can. Okay. Okay. Well, I hope that happens for him. He's Blair, you're very talented. Um, and this, you know, from what I've heard so far on this EP, and I, I think Sparkle is my favorite as well. I definitely love what you did with awesome. Footsteps in the Dark. I like the way you arranged that um, as well. So yeah, it's really, really nice. So, Blair, what do you what do you want for yourself, you know, in the future with your career and your music? What are you hoping for? I'm hoping to basically become smooth jazz, you know, artist. Well, I kind of, I guess, already became that. So the next next step is to play festivals, and I just want mm-hmm. people to hear my music, and I just want to reach out to lot, lots of people, and I just want them to hear what I got, you know, what I got to say. Yeah, I just yeah. want to be recognized for me and being a being a bass player, being a guy that created all my songs and com- composed everything, playing all the instruments. You know, I just I just want to be recognized for that, doing what I love. Well, now, by you playing all of the instruments, are you thinking about putting a band together? I sure am. That is definitely yeah. the plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of you kind of got to have a band if you're going to play live. You can't play yeah. everything live. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I haven't been to Kansas in in over ten years. I have a aunt and uncle there. They own the uh, Peachtree Buffet. Oh yeah, and, awesome. Uh, yeah. So I have. Yeah, and I haven't been there over ten years. So I'm, I don't know what the market is like there in terms of uh, jazz or clubs or anything like that, local musicians or anything like that. But um, I'm sure you know of some people where you can put together a really good band. So you have, uh, you know, your own band there. So that'd be great. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I am going to close the show with um, Caramel Dream. And um, I just want to say to you, young man, to keep doing what you're doing. You're very talented, and I'm so happy that Stephen introduced us to you. Um, definitely will be, you know, playing the music more. And um, I just wish you all the best. I really do. Thank you so much. It was such an honor to be interviewed by you guys. Really appreciate you guys. Thanks for giving me the experience, and look forward to it. Okay, and I also suggested to Damon that he send your CD over to a friend of mine called, uh, his name is Ronald Jackson. He um, owns the Smooth Jazz Ride, um, and he does a phenomenal job on reviewing CDs. So, um, uh, you know, I suggested to Damon that he send a copy over to Ronald for review, and Ronald knows about it, so he'll be expecting it. So I can't wait to see what he has to say. He actually reviewed it already. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, Mike, you have any questions? Any other questions for Blair or Damon? Uh, no, no, uh, no. That's about it. Like I said, um, as I look forward to see what the future holds for uh, for Blair, you know, and everything. Like I said, like 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 I said, we don't have a lot of uh, bass players as lead out there, and uh, that will be right. you know a different instrument to kind of put into the forefront of the uh, industry because, as we all know, there's a million saxophonists, but um. So like I said, it's, it's a good thing to have a, a nice new young basis on the scene. So, yeah, I can't wait to see what you want to do. I agree. And interviewing young artists such as yourself has always been my favorite uh, show to do. We've been doing this show for seven years, and I always I, – I just love interviewing young artists like you guys because you, you're really so talented, and you really surprised me, you know, by your talent uh, and your youth. So, again, all the best to you, Blair. Yeah. I, I, I'm i looking forward to seeing you out on the road soon, you know, and I, sometime and next year. And not only that too, Terry, but the fact that they are, they are the future of the genre. You know, that's another exactly. reason why we're so excited about, you know, interviewing guys that are, um, you know, young artists. Because, like I said, little, little, little people know that you guys are the future. So we have to get started to get prepared for the future of the genre by introducing the fans to you guys and, like I said, giving you guys some exposure. So that's another reason why, in addition to what Terry said, why I love to, you know, interview a lot of young guys as well. Yeah, definitely. Okay, tell me about Caramel Dream. Okay. So when I was creating Caramel Dream, I just had this melody in my head, which was which is the melody of the song. And basically I, I heard the song before I recorded it. So I started recording the song, and I didn't have a name for it yet. Mm-hmm. But there was this girl that... I really liked. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. It was a girl I knew it. I was I really for liked. It. And her skin color was caramel. And, you know, it was my dream girl. So, <laughs> of course, you don't know. But I was making the song, and I was, and I just kept, you know, thinking about her when I was making the song. So 
So I decided, hey, well, instead of, you know, giving it a name and making it obvious, I'll just call it Caramel Dream. <laughs> I like that. I, I knew it was a woman behind it, Terry. I knew it. Girl, I knew it was a woman somewhere in the story. Yeah, it, it, it was. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize. Don't apologize at all. That's funny. Yeah. All right, let everyone know where they can find you on the web and your music. Okay, well, you can find me at Blair Bryant Music dot net. You can also find me on iTunes, Amazon. I'm even on Bandcamp, and I'm on Facebook. You can look me up on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Blair Prince Bryant. Blair Prince Bryant is my Facebook name. Okay. And you can find me on YouTube too. There's some clips of me on YouTube. So you can check okay. that out. And what's your handle on Twitter? My name is Blair Bryant. Okay. And on Instagram, are you on Instagram? I am on Instagram. Under Blair Bryant. Just Blair Bryant? Yeah. Yeah, okay. put Blair t- underscore Bryant, B-R-Y. Got it. Okay, got that. Blair underscore B-R-Y on Instagram. Got it. That and then correct. Blair Bryant 6 on Twitter. All right. That is correct. Got that. All right. Well, thank you again, Damon and Blair. It's such, yeah. been such a pleasure having you guys on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's our pleasure. And all the best to you, Blair. Thank you so much. Appreciate all you All right. You, you too. You too. All right, Mike, I will talk to you later. Um, you've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. This is Caramel Dream from New Colors. Have a great day, everyone.
thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.